Welcome to the Money, Marketing, and Freedom Secrets Podcast, the show that equips Shero entrepreneurs with powerful strategies and inspiration to launch, manage, and grow successful online businesses. You'll discover the secrets to mastering all the moving pieces of your online business so you can be free to enjoy life and show up to serve the people who need you now while making a good living doing what you love. Now, it's time to unleash your inner shadow and free yourself from the web of confusion and overwhelm so you can master your client-getting, profit-winning superpowers and live your profitable purpose. Here's your host. Tis the season to be branding, <laughs> it seems. Um, actually, I'm not sure if it's just me, but it really seems that there's a lot of talk about branding happening online these days. and. I don't know if it's like that thing that happens when you get the new car and you see everybody and their mama with it, you know, (laughs) that thing that happens, or if maybe it's, you know, the whole branding thing has just become such an epidemic that it really needs to be addressed. Either way, I'm happy that we're shining the spotlight on the branding lady herself, Kathy Bass, founder of Ladies Who Brand, for part two of our conversation topic, How to Create a Rockable brand. And so last time we discussed the why, and today we'll be discussing the how of branding. So if you're just tuning in, if you didn't check out the first um, conversation on the why, I want to just kind of give you a recap on how Kathy and I came to be acquainted. Um, we, I actually, in part one, told you that um, Kathy was a professional crush of mine whom I connected with after coming across her website and an awesome quote she posted on uh, Google+. Google Plus. And if you haven't listened to part one, you'll want to do that before listening to this conversation because Kathy really set the stage by giving us the why of branding. So in part one of our conversation, just as a recap, Kathy shared with us her own personal branding journey and how her brand identity crisis led to a successful new business for her. We learned how to release ourselves from our past and tell our story and most importantly, I think, how to break out of our comfort zone. And she also shared uh, five steps to move you from having a brand to seeing results from her Power Up Branding book that's coming out this September. And she gave us one of one of the things that I found especially powerful is that she talked about how when you hit rock bottom and you're in the crisis, that's really where you find your breakthrough and where you find your truth and opportunity. I thought that was really powerful because I know a lot of us get stuck there. And um, so it's really powerful to see or hear a confirmation that, you know, just because you're kind of in the wilderness of your brand identity or your identity in general, that um, there's hope you can come out of it. So... Before I bring Kathy on to really give us the juicy details of the how, I want to just reintroduce her to you just in case some of you are just like those type of people that like to read the back of the book before the beginning. Um, Kathy Bass is the branding lady. She's a brand identity expert, and she loves helping entrepreneurs brand themselves successfully, efficiently, and effectively with a no-nonsense approach and a focus on results. Her knowledge comes from marketing psychology and design degrees, her relevant branding and business experience, along with her latest best and 
branding, social media practices, and research. Kathy knows that establishing a cohesive and compelling brand is the first and main key to sustainable marketing success. And you could say she's a certified branding nerd or your new best branding friend. I love that line. And so um, and one of the quotes that I shared that I thought was very powerful was, um, your brand is you and all your strengths and everything you have to offer. You're essentially the CEO of you, Inc. The stronger and better you can communicate that, the better you can become. And that's from Kathy. So welcome, Kathy, back to part two of our branding series. How are you today? Good, Kenya. Thank you for that. Again, another warm welcome and introduction and hitting the nail on the head. And, um, I mean, I think this is so cool that, I mean, within a half hour, how much power yes. you and I, you know, in collaboration can deliver to people. Yes. And it's really, once you understand something, that isn't so scary and it's attainable. Yes. And that Richard Branson quote we love, mm-hmm. complexity is your enemy. Mm-hmm. Any fool can make something complicated. It's hard to make something simple. Yes. <laughs> and, okay, so I have to touch on this will make so much sense. And when I when I started my research and all that with the brand identity crisis in 2010, and I talked with other branding professionals, one that actually charges $15,000 a day to spend the day with her, Mm. Mm. Um, you know, we had a discussion, and that's when I had my scribbled logo and my tagline, and I talked to her about it, and I said, you know, people are missing the whole thing with social media is you have to start with the brand. Yeah. So it's awesome because now I'm at the point where I don't have to educate people on the importance of branding. Mm -hmm. Now I can educate people because it's not anything new. I mean, it's sort of back in... 97 with Tom Peters mm. and he talked about it because I mean simply put it's your identity yes it's who you are and it it's also an evolution because what if you have kids what if you're single what mm. if you, you know your priorities change mm. and so that you know we talked about the power up button and the core that like okay take Madonna for example <clears throat> her core identity has not changed Mm-hmm. What's changed is her packaging. The problem now is she's trying too hard to stay relevant. <laughs> and, right. and people see that. They want real. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing it's good and bad for me because I'm seeing now all these agencies adding that to their list because people say, oh, I need it, but they don't do it. I mean, and that, like the branding nerd, whatever, I mean, that's all I do, and that's mm-hmm. what I recommend people to do so they could be that total specialist, go-to mm-hmm. person so that you can just say, oh, my God, I'm stuck on this. What do I do? Boom, I could do that, you know, give you an analogy or whatever really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so with that said, it's nothing new, but it has become a priority because people are getting confused, overwhelmed, shrinking attention span, everything. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Um, I think that was one of your questions, your first question, too, mm-hmm. um, when we had talked before that it seems to be that, you know, branding eludes, confuses, and paralyzes so many. Mm-hmm. And the biggest two factors to that, um, I think Chris Brogan was the one who said it, that people think, I, I can't, I don't have the quote in front of me, <laughs> but people have this impression that branding's, you know, vacuous and misunderstood and all that, and and that's where the understanding comes in. 
understanding the why and then how to do it mm. because really what that is is an excuse. Like, oh, it's too much money, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's it uh, doesn't have to be that way. And so the other part is so many people are using corporate examples. Mm. My favorite one that everyone knows, <laughs> branding gone bad with the Tiger Woods and just do it. Yes. <laughs> the tagline that came to life. Yeah. But using that as an example to the real entrepreneur, the real solopreneur. I mean, you've got people out of jobs, people reinventing themselves, older people having to go to work. I mean, you could make your business and your brand as big or small as you want. Yeah. But when people use that as an example, people get overwhelmed. They try to compare themselves mm-hmm. to that. And so that you know, that's my goal in my upcoming social media messaging and what we talked about in Facebooking is giving real examples of somebody in their kitchen mm-hmm. that did something or had an accident or like we talked about with the recipe and boom, there's the business. Mm. And so, you know, that's that's part of it too. And you, the corporate has the team of people. And so, um, you know, the, the jargon yeah. is something that, you know, it's, someone trying to be an expert or, hey, you know, I, I cost $15,000 a day. I mean, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's her. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really just a number out of the, right. the air. Um, paralyzes, people have to face, like we talked about before, their true selves. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my... Um, <laughs> had my facial, my mental therapy yesterday, <laughs> and... I love my facial. She's a huge Pinterest fan, and she sent me this quote, and I thought, oh, my God, this is it. Okay. So this is the other part of it. It says, too many people undervalue what they are and overvalue what they're not. Mm. That's a person that's trying to be something they're not, like we talked about before. They want to get there already. People can see through that. There is so much nonverbal language. Yeah. And... So then, you know, when you say what is branding, we said reputation. Mm -hmm. Branding comes down to, I mean, in simplest form, what you promise and what your customer experiences. And again, since we're all consumers, this is a relatable fact, you know if you're promised something from a store and you go in, it doesn't meet your expectation, that's that's going to be, you know, devaluing the brand. Think of it like a, a bank account. Mm-hmm. And so really it's setting the expectations and delivering on those expectations. And so, you know, the, the facialist story is um, she's, I'm not giving out her name, so I'm not releasing anything confidential. <laughs> but she's going out on her own. And she's, you know, this is how I want to set up my area. This is what I want to deliver. I want to give people surprises. Remember the Cracker Jack when you were a kid and you got that prize at the end? Mm-hmm. That kind of feeling? Yes. I mean, that, <laughs> that's what is, you know, exceeding expectations. And so what is branding? It's doing what you say, what you're going to do consistently, mm-hmm. no matter how big or how small. And that is how... I, I mean, I, I built my reputation from nothing. I told you I just moved to Phoenix. Right. Within the first month, um, this taps into that ambitious part. <laughs> I convinced the... Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, 
I'm just happy it's behind me. <laughs> I was very ambitious. But that's where the passion, you know, fuels in. And so that's where the branding then, as you get to know people, they get to know you, then it fills in what you can deliver. And they were just sold on my passion, and they wanted to jump on board. Mm. And it was my first seminar. I convinced the hotel to sponsor me. I had eight speakers. I had never done one before. And mm. that's just kind of how I like to do things because I don't like to be a beginner. So I set <laughs> the learning curve very high, but I would not recommend it because it could be exhausting. Yeah. And that's where I started to realize, oh, my God, all these people are following me. Mm. And that comes into the second part of the plan, the purpose. Mm. So I had all the passion in the world, and that's that's great, and it's great in the beginning, mm. but you need that purpose then to back it up and give you directions mm-hmm. of where you know where you want to go and who you want on board with you. Yeah. And I mean that is the true benefits of doing brand work and doing that stuff in the beginning. So that people can get you like that. Yeah, and I, think, I think it was like seven seconds, then it went down to five, and now I'm hearing a stat of three seconds because of our attention spans. Wow. I, yeah, I, I I would totally believe the three seconds. <laughs> it's gotten <laughs> so it's bad. Yeah. It filters out those the clients you don't want, and it's okay. And the thing too is, people. I met people two years ago, and because of, you know, we had a great conversation. They weren't ready to use my services at the time. That was fine. Then they come back two years later. I mean, so that's the thing. It's just, you know, just being yourself, being real, and seeing who, you know, just having a discussion. It's a term that somebody and I came up with called discovery marketing. Mm -hmm. And, again, go back to the dating. It's, hi, how are you doing? And that face-to-face interaction, you you know, you just know, and that's where all the psychology comes in and that, and the nonverbal messaging. So if you, what you say and what you do don't match. Yeah. And and that passion in the beginning, pretty soon people are going to be like, she's all talk. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no action to back it up. And so there's ideas and there's execution. And we all know <laughs> the execution part. Yes. It's hard. <laughs> and so... You know, and that um, comes down to, you know, having the patience and the time because at the beginning you have the passion, then you get the fans, and then you can become the influencer. Mm-hmm. And it's really just about being original and, and making your own path, finding your voice and your stage. Like yeah. you said, rock your stage. Some people aren't meant to, you know, be on stage. Maybe they want to be on, you know, you offer the video or yeah. the phone it's, and that's important too because if you are not uncomfortable on the stage the audience won't be uh, they won't be comfortable and they won't receive your message mm-hmm. and that's you know communication is a two-way street and so it's all those all those factors together and it's to become that go-to person so the benefits of doing brand work is free PR mm. Mm-hmm. And that is now why branding is elevated in importance. And I went, you know, with the marketing de- degree, I went from marketing 
to micro-marketing, to micro-niche marketing, and now the new term is nano-marketing, mm. being super, super specific. It's like, oh, okay, I want to do an interview and I want it to go here. I'm going to call Kenya. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, and so they know because you can't – the old marketing was – you know, stay in touch with people, send the newsletter. Yeah. You have to touch them this many times. And the top of mind, forget it. Yeah. Top of mind is what do I need to do today? Correct. But, yeah, and that's why the more specific you are and the more you deliver on that, the better your, I mean, that's the that's ultimate in marketing is the word of mouth. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the beauty of our new world is you don't have to pay for it if you do it right. And, I mean, you... The CEO of Brand U, you're the best spokesperson. Yeah. I truly do not believe in outsourcing my voice. Mm -hmm. And I know there's, you know, there's other people that are, they have different goals. Um, Mari Smith, for example, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like the social media queen. Yeah. She's awesome. I don't know how she does it. She replies, and she has a team of people, but she has specifically told them, this is my brand voice. And for her purpose, yeah. I agree with I agree with it in her case, but I don't agree with entrepreneurs saying I'm busy. You know, talk yeah. for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that part is huge right there because I think what you're talking about, even in Mari's case, is she's elevated herself to such a level that the outcry and for access to her is so huge that she she can't maintain that herself. And so you And just, I actually met her and she was so nice. Yeah. Yeah. But she I built mean, herself up that way and I think that the the gap is that some solo entrepreneurs, you know, try to do that just because they don't like or don't want to. You know what I mean? And so it starts to feel... Well, then they they can do it different ways cuz I mean that's the whole part of it if you don't enjoy it. I mean Honestly, for me, I'm not a huge social media person, and I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, and I said, I'm going to go on there when I have something important to say or mm -hmm. share. I'm not going to go on a schedule. I'm not going to post. I'm not, you know, there's so many right. lists and tips and stuff, and people are just trying to get attention. Yeah. And the key to having a great brand is adding value. And yeah. if I see something that inspires me or whatever, I capture it. Mm -hmm. And then later when I have time, I'll write about it or something. And I want it to be all about, you know, that real person branding so that if if that's not the person that, you know, if somebody has confidence and they're big, I don't want to work with them. Yeah, I want to work with the little person that has limited resources, wants to do a lot, has that idea but just needs the guidance and and the direction. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's where the book came in instead yeah. of the video series because I saw the way people interacted with it and it could fit into their day. Yes. And then it could adapt as they evolve their brand. And so I think a lot of people look at that and go, oh, I want that audience. And yeah. why? I mean, think about really, I mean, do you want just a part-time business or do you want – what do you want? Yeah. And that's part of branding. It's all those pieces. Yeah. Your identity, the audience. Your you lifestyle and, goals and your income Yeah, goals. and yeah. fitting it in and merging personal business. I mean, the old, old or me <laughs> was that. Uh, let's see, that was when I first moved in 2001 in pantyhose and <laughs> the skirt suits at uh, 
I was a member of NABO, and the best day was when I donated all those suits to the women who needed them. <laughs> right. <laughs> because it wasn't me, and I wasn't yeah. comfortable. I did it. I did yeah. it, you know, because, again, that ambition and that. But, you know, that's all part of it, the outfit, too. If yeah. you don't, I was talking to somebody about that the other day. If you can't, you know, like you, they, the, whatever that model show was, the trash bags. I mean, silly, but if they could own it, I mean, that's what you can feel. And so it comes down to energy mm. as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. It's what delivering, and that's where you have that. When you have the identity, the confidence, the clarity, the plan. No, you don't have all the answers. No, you're not there yet. No, you know, and, and that is what also keeps you open to something even better than you could have imagined. Yeah. But it's doing the hard work in the beginning, and I think that, like you were asking, you know, do you think it's harder for solopreneurs to figure out their branding versus brick and mortar? Mm-hmm. It's harder because they feel like they're on an island, mm-hmm. but they're actually not. Mm-hmm. And it's easier because they don't need a budget. And the brick and mortar has that overhead. They have the rent, mm-hmm. and they have, you know, they have to work in their business yeah. and hire other people to work on it so it's not as powerful. So the mm-hmm. solopreneur, I mean, like we talked about before, with a message and a click, wow. I mean, you're yeah. a global company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, what we talked about before that, you know, trusted, uh, like you said, you had the mastermind group. That's the free focus group. Test it out. That's where you you say it, you have you know, you practice it because that's part of owning it. And it's very bumpy and messy in the beginning, and that's why most people then say, okay, now I'm going to do this, now I'm going to do that. Right. Because they can't push (laughs) through the messiness. And uh, this afternoon I have a call with an entrepreneur, I'm sorry, a venture capitalist. Mm. And we're going to be talking about why, how to improve pitching. Mm. And part of that, and I've seen many messy pitching events, Mm-hmm. is the person is nervous, they're not comfortable on the stage, I mean, they shouldn't even be up there. Yeah. It's, you know, that's the thing is figuring out, you know, your point B, like MapQuest, you wouldn't go on there without an address. Right. So what's your point B first? You know, and that's why that's the second step of the the five steps in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I think it's awesome. I think branding is accessible, so it comes with that knowledge is power, this series you're doing is is great. I mean, because honestly, like I said before, so much, it's just the essence of what they need to know is covered here. Not, yeah. you know, people are looking for that list. I do a seminar and I say, okay, here's the top ten things you should do. People get all excited. They get the pen and, yeah. you know, you have to relate it to your environment and yeah. what you're up against because there are no limits, only yourself. Yes. I think, yeah, I mean, what you're saying is so, so, so powerful. Um, you know, just over the course of these last two conversations we've had, um, and, you know, I work with people on developing their content, amplifying their brand, and when I first started out, it became, it was really, really hard for me to, you know, because you would, I could extract the message, I could extract the content, but then like the next week it would be something different. Or, yeah. you know, it, it was like it was just really hard to create something that would support the brand because there really wasn't one. And, <laughs> you know, and so. That's all fluff. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it changed every week. And like you said, with the list and, you know, kind of buying up all these programs and kind of, you know, just searching for, like, the the blueprint for success. But like you mentioned, like, a lot of times if you're not comfortable, if you don't understand what your strengths and weaknesses are, like you mentioned in the first conversation, um, then you will kind of um, kind of put yourself in positions where it's really going to kind of backfire on you. And it's going to come back and bite you in that quote. Um, under people undervaluing what they are, yeah. And undervaluing what they are. It's, yeah. It's amazing. I mean, psychology. That would be my next nut to crack because mm. I did it and I see it so much. And I think it's just wanting to be. You're maybe if. Well, I think you guys figured it out. You're afraid of your greatness. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so then you you then look at the other stuff of what you're lacking, and so. Um, I mean, and so that's the key, like, when, when you're starting, um, say, you know, three things you could do today mm-hmm. to start building a brand. And again, okay, with the, you know, the second, going from seven seven to five to three second attention span, people used to rebrand maybe every five to seven years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's now every two to three because, I mean, that is the speed and the pace and depending what you put into it and how much value you deliver and how much clarity you have and you know it's not about who you know or what you it's it's just putting all that together yeah um just like when you go to work out and you have that core and strength and the other muscles are going to work better and yeah. so i mean what i would recommend everyone to do today because it's there's a lot of people out there that are stuck, they're scattered, they're, I've tried this, I've tried that, I want to quit. I've seen businesses that started at the same time as me gone. I've seen people move back home. Yeah. So very simply put, just narrow your offering down to three products or services. Mm-hmm. What you like working on, what you find the most value, if you're just starting out, create them. I mean, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And my biggest pet peeve <laughs> is on your website, if you are not blogging, please take down the link. <laughs> the same thing with Twitter. Yes. The same thing with the icons. Less is more. Yes. Just clear off the plate. I, mean, I know. That's what you yeah. need. Yeah, you feel like you if have you have... Before you have the dessert. Right, you feel like if you have all those little buttons that, you know, it's going to no. look like you're really, really that's doing something. Damn it. No, because I, I mean, personally, I click on them, and I know if they're there or not, and yeah. it's just a button. The button needs to be backed up, and so, and it's fine. It's just, just take it off until you can do it or, or hire someone like you for to create the content. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and then, um, you know, put it as a package. Mm-hmm. Basically, here's the title, Package A. Is, okay, so for on mine, I have Brand Baby. Mm-hmm. And then I spell out the deliverables, and I put it in simple human language. Yes. <laughs> of this is what you'll get, and here's the price. Yeah. And I have three packages, and that's all I offer all day long. I do other stuff offline, so I don't confuse the messaging. Yeah. But you have those three packages, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But you have to test it out on people, and that's what I did to hone it and and to do it. So the Number one is narrow down, clear off the clutter. Two, put together a package. 
name name of the product service, specific deliverables, and the price. Test it. And here's the important part. Ask for feedback and don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. During my seminars, people would say to me, oh, my God, you didn't bite my head off. I said, I'm focused on improvement. Yeah. I've never done this before. I just, you know, and so that's the whole thing and wiping that ego and fear out. Yeah. The only way you're going to learn. If if you think about riding a bike as a kid, you don't just get on and ride. You need training wheels and all that. But yeah. the feedback, I mean, that's that's the other beauty of our new world is think about how much focus groups used to cost and yeah. how long they would take. Mm-hmm. You've got a focus group in front of you in your house around your your family on Facebook. Yeah. And so those are the top three things, whether if someone's overwhelmed, stuck, starting, it applies to everyone. Yeah. And take everything else off the website and just then go out and do it. Yeah. And then you'll figure out what to add onto it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's so critical because we get, a lot of times we get caught up in, you know, the beauty of the website and, not the substance of the value that we're offering. And so you can have this beautiful website. You can have, you know, all these social networks with, you know, pretty pictures and things like that. But if the value <laughs> isn't there, then it really yeah. isn't going to serve well, you. Yeah. Um, but I love the yeah. feedback piece because that's huge because you get into this perfectionism. And I know this has been something that uh-huh. happened to me. Yeah, you get into the perfectionism, like, I have to deliver it perfect the first time so that everybody is, like, you know, cheering, you know, and that's not nope. how it works. <laughs> I love it. I mean, and that, yeah, so it's like test, tone, rinse, and repeat, and mm. and just do that three things today until you get it and you know it. And so it's like, okay, now it's on there, okay, now I have, you know, my book will be done, now I can start speaking again. You know, now I'm also, you know, three-plus years into this and have tried various stages, and so that's what now it's, you know, you hear the term lifestyle business, and I think it's very, very important Yeah, to have your business fit your lifestyle, whatever that is. Yes. And so I think as a, a recap from the... Um, the pitfalls, I think you had asked me for that. Yes, the pitfalls. What are the mistakes people make in branding? And I know we hit on a few of them. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, again, just get out of your own way. Just take it one day at a time. Understand your work in progress. And celebrate your smallness. There, mm-hmm. um, I had dinner with a friend. And it was so funny. She said, you know, there's so many people that are trying to fake it until they're Fake it until they make it, and they're not making it, and they're not faking it very well. <laughs> and, you know, all of us are just, we're craving real. So just, you know, be real. Don't try to be something you're not. People see through that in a second yeah. with that nonverbal and that whole thing. And if you can if you can just embrace that, that is going to clear the path for you to move forward yeah. much, much faster. Yeah. Yeah, I I I mean, I so I'm thinking as you're talking, I'm I'm picturing the old me. 
<laughs> Evolution. Evolution. It's like a shedding the skin. Okay, it's not like. <laughs> yeah, but right? I mean, like when you yeah. get a, a facial, you exfoliate. Absolutely. But yeah, but I, I did when I first got online. I felt I thought that I had to have the corporate thing happening. So. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I had to have it look and feel so put together, and um, and I hid behind my business a lot when I first started. Uh, you that a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. You hear by I hear behind, and then as you know, as the technology and the, and things changed, it calls you to step forward more because people don't want to. Yeah, people really want to interact. They want to feel like they have a connection to you, and that took some work. And yeah, show your personality and picture. I was, I was in the same boat. And honestly, the best piece of advice somebody gave me when I was speaking, and I remember standing on the curb after, I think it was my third event, and I just was on the verge of tears. I don't like this. I don't ever want to do it again. And my uh, speaking coach said, look, your message is bigger than you. Mm. Get over it. (laughs) I thought, wow. And that is now what carries me through that. Yeah is the message is bigger than me. It's not about me. It's not any of that. And, and again, get out of your own way. I love that. I've seen it enough. I've seen it enough to, to do there. So um, there is, um, now I'm back on Pinterest, which has, I did a favorite quote. says, hold the vision, trust the process. Mm, I like that. Yeah. That's awesome. And... I would, I mean, because, like I said, energy is so important. And this is thanks to my facials again yesterday. I mean, the timing was incredible. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is perfect. This is a perfect way to, yes. to end our conversation. And it says, you cannot control much of what happens in your life, but you can control if you let it affect your mood and beliefs. Mm. That is what fuels your energy. Yeah. If during tough times you remain confident that what you want is very possible, then what you want will be very possible. Mm. Life is constantly testing your commitment to snagging your desires. And life's greatest prizes go to those most capable of keeping their eye on the prize. Mm. And that's that the vision, and I mean, and this is part of the process. And so I just, I want people to know it's there, like you said. Just unleash it, but it's a process. It takes time. Yeah. If you keep your eye on the prize, you will get through those really tough days and not give up. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think what you said about holding on to the vision, it, you know, it's just really key because I've seen this. I've seen, you know, people have just tremendous value and brilliance in them and not really be committed to their their vision and be more committed. I always say um, you shouldn't believe more in the advice of others or the circumstances that are in front of you than you do in your own vision or in yourself Um, because, you know, I mean, you can really get sidetracked, and I've seen a lot of people abandon their greatness out of, you know, trying to become you know, like you mentioned earlier, something that they're not or something that, you know, the industry is touting as, like, you know, best practice or whatever. And yeah. you can't have that. 
<laughs> you can't have that passion that you talk about or that purpose and, and kind of move forward in the things that will help you get to that next place if you kind of are not tied or you haven't done the work to be committed and stand firm in what you really believe can be possible. So that's step three of the book, plug in. Plug in. Because it's, mm. Yeah, passion, purpose, and skills. And, I mean, like I said to you, said I had three degrees. I don't care about that. I actually like people, <laughs> and I had to unlearn a lot of what I learned at school. Yeah. I like people that didn't go to school because they learned from life. Yeah. And, you know, it, it comes down to wanting it more than you're afraid of it and just tapping into that mm. and just, and doing the hard work. And I, I that's another message I'm seeing out there, which is great. It's like start today. You know, because it does take hard work. Yes. There's no quit. We can help each other by collaborating and leapfrogging. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta do the work and you gotta back it up and you know that's where that focus and follow up and being prepared, finding opportunity, creating your own luck. Yes. Instead of you know, because lottery is not a good plan. <laughs> no. Not at all. <laughs> Don't recommend it. Um, so, oh gosh, I mean, I feel like, you know, we could talk about this all day, and I know you could. Um, so, and you probably hit on this already, but looking back at the last three years of building your business and your brand, what message would you give to those just starting their own business? Okay, I did touch on it, and I'm going to say it a different way. Okay. And this is what I have a lot of clients do. In the beginning, you want to please everyone and you want to do everything. Try to bite your tongue and write it down instead of telling the person mm. and then just doing it. And that comes into the Cracker Jack surprise and that will accelerate your brand reputation mm. because that, I mean, that's what I did. It worked. It's hard and that's where you can really tune into what can I handle Right. You know, nobody likes feeling behind and overwhelmed, and it's hard to bite your tongue as you say, I'll do that, I'll do that. And then all of a sudden you're overwhelmed, your energy's sapped, you're not where you want to, and, you know, that whole downward spiral happens. And so, you know, that would that would be one way and that way to get people out there and face-to-face -face and just talking and say, you know, what do you need? What do you need help with? Yeah. Because people will tell you. Yeah. And just celebrate the smallness and, and stay out of your own way. I love that tip. It's, it's, it reminds me of that uh, under-promise, over-deliver. Yeah. That mindset. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. But, and that, I mean, when people say, like, well, okay, for example, why should you work with me? Well, I, you know, I, I, uh. I have integrity and I'm on it. No, those should just be given. Yeah. It's like what what's your secret sauce? What's your and actually um a key point on that is the better you can show it through action yeah. and telling. Because yeah. we're you know, and that's what people are saying to all the you know, the thought leaders in that. We don't care if you're number one, we don't care if you have three degrees, we don't have you know, what what value can you deliver and what is your voice and does it resonate with me? Yeah, and yes or no, and that that is also the beauty of branding. It's a filter. Mm. Love it. 
I absolutely love. So then it. you can focus on yeah, doing what you love doing. Mm-hmm. But you got to do the process first. Awesome. So Kathy, you shared so much value with us over these last two conversations. I think. I'm hoping and I'm praying that people are having those light bulbs go off and feeling a lot more oh, comfortable. Oh, I want more rock stars out there. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. I, I know that, you know, my goal and, and hope for this series is that it will produce that um, and help people rock their stage, like you said, wherever that oh, yeah. stage may be, right? Not, not somebody else's like. stage, your stage, right? Um, might even be their living room. Hello. A couch and a video camera. Who Absolutely. Knows? <laughs> Absolutely. So we're we're building rock stars um here with this these two conversations. So it's absolutely fantastic. So I'm gonna ask you we t- okay. kinda touched on it before, but for people who are listening, we just wanna remind them, how can we get a hold of your help, your branding expertise and uh get a copy of that book? <laughs> Actually, on the website now, there is a space for the email address. Oh, cool. So once it's published, then I can notify the people. I mean, it's simple, flat, $25. I mean, that's nothing compared to, and again, it accelerates that learning curve and tells you essentially what you want to know instead of surfing the web and listening to this and that. Yeah. I've I've read, I don't, actually, I'm going to post it on Pinterest, I think, uh, so I said I'm a branding nerd. <laughs> like 50 books. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so it's relevant and like that's where the best practice is and it's all integrated and it's the whole package. And and to condense that into, you know, yeah. 30, it's because it's not done yet, it's about 37 pages. Yeah. Is, yeah, I mean. It's not overwhelming. It's like and, yeah. No, and you, people are highlighting it, and it's, it's a workbook, and, and you can work on it as you go, but it guides you yeah. step by step so that you start with the brand, and then you, you know, figure out, okay, what do I want my vision? So then I have the fuel, the energy to build the credibility to then power up, hit those connections, and make what you said a, a bankable brand. Yeah. Um, the website also has branding blog, like I had mentioned, that's free. Yes. And then Facebook, people can feel free to ask questions, whatever. It's As you see, my whole goal is to get people to understand branding and make it accessible instead of paying, you know. $15,000. Like this day. is not a service <laughs> added onto my list. This is all I do all day long. Awesome. Awesome. For the one person, real person. <laughs> this is amazing. So, okay, so if you guys want to get in touch with her and um, recruit her for, you know, to help you out with your branding, or if you want to grab a copy of the book, uh, visit ladieswhobrand.com. And you can also connect with Kathy on facebook.com forward slash ladieswhobrand. And I believe you're on Twitter at ladieswhobrand. Is that what yeah. handle? Awesome. Limited. <laughs> but there. Stuff to say I'm on there. Right, but there. <laughs> so, you know, connect with her. And, of course, as always, if you just get lost, Google Kathy with a K, Bass. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, hopefully you really have these aha moments that push you forward to, you know, igniting that passion within you and rocking your stage. And so thank you again, Kathy, for, for offering your expertise. I would love it, and I would love if your audience, you know, provide you with comments. You know, I 
are you going to be posting this on your blog? Yes, everywhere. You know me. I'm everywhere. Cool. Okay. Well, I would love <laughs> for them to comment because that's where the power of the community comes in. Yes. And that, you know, I've seen that with Mari Smith as well, is then you guys can help each other, which just yeah. Yeah. makes us all better people. Yes. This will be everywhere. So definitely send your comments and your love oh. and aha moments. Um, and congratulations on kicking off your first, yeah. well, uh, first series. <laughs> yeah, you helped. So this is awesome. I'm excited. And this is a great way, like you said last time, to kick it off with branding because yeah. it's such a solid foundation. So awesome. All right. Yeah. So well, we're, thank you, Kenya, for inviting you, me. You're welcome. So um, we, we're done. 